Hi, you're listening to my mom, Kat Lee, on the Inspired to Action podcast. Hey, can I listen to it? Hey, my name is Kat Lee, and I want to welcome you to the Inspired to Action podcast. I hope this show is the pep talk that you need as a mom, a reminder that what you do every day is life-changing, and it matters more deeply than you could ever imagine. Out of all the women in the world, God chose you to be the mother of your children because you are special and amazing and he has called you and he will equip you. So thank you for serving your family, for loving your children fearlessly and for fighting to be a great mom. This episode is for you. Let's jump right in. Hey friends, this is Kat Lee, and today we're chatting with a Jim and Lynn Jackson about how parenting begins with parents. How how can we as parents be proactive and learn in advance of the seasons and situations that our kids go through as much as possible so that when the moment comes, we can feel ready. So much of what we do as parents is reactive. How can we turn that around and become proactive. This is a great episode. Jim and Lynn are actually parenting coaches, and they've written a book and created a course all about parenting. So they're the perfect guests to talk this through with. But before we get into that, I want to say a huge thank you to our show sponsor, Plan to Eat. Plan to Eat is an online menu planning site, and they make managing your recipes and meal planning and shopping list making and all of that just a breeze. So I've been using them for years, and you can get their free trial of Plan to Eat at plantoeat.com forward slash inspired to action. I love them and I know you will too. So go ahead and give them a try. Again, that's plantoeat.com forward slash inspired to action. Okay, let's jump in today with our chat with Jim and Lynn Jackson. Jim and Lynn, it is so good to have you back on the Inspired to Action podcast. Thank you for being here. Great to be with you again. Absolutely. Well, today I wanted to talk about something that uh, kind of came out of my son's football practice. So he's playing football for the first time, has always played soccer, and he was at practice the other day, and the coach is like making the kids scream this phrase. And I'm like, what are they saying? And I'll hear the coach say, all right, boys, practice is practice is hard. Games are what? And then the boys would have to say easy. And over (laughs) and over, they would chant this thing. And as they were doing that, I was like, oh, wow, that's really good. And the more I thought about it, the more profound it became. And I thought, wow, in relation to motherhood as well. And if we can do the work up front, if we can be proactive before the need arises, Mm-hmm. How much yeah. more peaceful will our parenting journey be? So today, I wanted to chat with you guys, being parenting coaches and having written literally the book and the course on parenting. I want to talk about just, you know, parenting starts with parents and uh, about us taking parenting very intentionally and and focusing on learning about it. Um so kind of the first thing that I wanted to maybe dive into a little bit is just a little um, overview about y'all's parenting philosophy and the, the, the little pyramid, if you guys can share that. Audibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I love this thought that, that uh, it, it's about practice. It's about what, you know, what do we do when the heat is off so that we're ready when the heat is on? And, and you know, we love your, your byline 
Kat, uh, that, that your, your whole ministry is about helping moms build a game plan for motherhood. Well, a game plan is something that you build not when you're in the game, but when you're not in the game so that you're ready for the game. And this framework that we've come up with is something that we find that when parents steep in it, uh, think about it, pray about it, uh, make note cards about it, you know, all these different things, um, that, that they become more and more over time prepared for the game of dealing with challenging situations with, with their kids. Uh, and the framework, um, you know, briefly stated, and I'm guessing you'll have this, uh, you have this up for people to look at uh, on, on the website, but yes. uh, it's a pyramid looking thing. And at the bottom of it is a foundation. We grow as parents in a foundation of faith, a foundation of identity and who we are. Uh, we, we start our days with Jesus. You talk about this all the time. We know um, it, 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 you build a foundation of faith to go into your relationships with your kids well prepared. Uh, Lynn has been amazing at this. Uh, you know, it sits almost every morning, most of the time, uh, probably what, two or three days a week, even with young kids in the home, with a notebook in your hand, with a Bible in your hand, uh, talk a little bit about building your foundation. Yeah, that would just be a time of of just breathing in God's love for me because I was so quick to be self-critical on myself as a parent. And then that just was like this toxic attitude that transformed into a critical spirit for my kids. So I really needed God's grace for me in order to be able to spill mm-hmm. it over to my kids. And, well, and to me as well. <laughs> I mean, truthfully. <laughs> for sure. Yep, yep. And then that's... And, that's I, and, and I was doing that in my way right. as well. Um, yeah. I'm not as disciplined as Lynn to sit down with a notebook and a Bible, but I took my walks and I said my prayers and I d- did my reflection times throughout the day. So, mm-hmm. yeah, both of us building that strong foundation. And when you build a strong foundation of faith, you communicate a, na- a message to the people around you that you are safe with me. I- I'm a work under God's grace, and I- I'm going to be an agent of grace with you. And when I, when I, if I do blow it, you're going to be safe to know that I'll come back and make it right. Because we can't not blow it. But in the, you know, it's like one of our sons described Jim as, "Well, Dad, you know, sometimes you get a little snippy, but you're cosmically safe." Yeah. Because <laughs> he would always go back and reconcile, and that comes from that place of foundation of just knowing God's grace is here for me when I blow it. I can go back and reconcile with mm-hmm. my child, and so whether it keeps us a little more sane in the first you know, go around, or if we reconcile well, that foundation of faith keeps us safe with our kids. And then out of the foundation, we grow up into relationship with our kids. We connect with them. We coach them. You know, here's that analogy again, the athletic thing. Uh, And we correct them, but it's, it's, uh, these things are all tied together. They fit together. So we connect with our kids. We communicate a message to them, your love, no matter what. And we, uh, we don't wait till they're messing up to do that only, but when they mess up is a great time to let our kids know your love no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the importance of making sure this message you're loved, you know, that I connect with my kids even when they're misbehaving uh, in the message you're loved no matter what is is so important. And then we and then we grow out of out of the safety, out of this love, which we call a nest of grace that we build in relationship with our kids. Then we grow into coaching and accountability, uh, for correction for for misbehavior. And the coaching is is about the proactive stuff we do to prepare them with the skills, the values the beliefs, 
Uh, you know, there, here's where family devotions can fit in. Here's where practicing conflict resolution can come in. Here's where playing with Legos and pretending something goes haywire at the grocery store because it's what went haywire at the grocery store yesterday and probably will go haywire at the grocery store again tomorrow. In coach, we just sort of play with it and we talk about it with our kids in a way that's that helps them practice their way through a different way of, of doing things. And then we correct them when they misbehave, not for the purpose of getting them to behave, but for helping uh, helping them remember what's true. What's true is, is that you're safe with me. <laughs> you're loved no matter what. Uh, you are God's workmanship. You're called and capable. That's the core message that flows out of the coaching work that we do with our kids. And you're responsible for you. You're responsible to make right what you've made wrong, not responsible to feel a bunch of pain that you can't figure out why you're experiencing it uh, as my correction. But I'm going to correct you in a way that helps you take learn to value, to take responsibility, to make right what you have made wrong. We just had a mom uh, just yesterday, I think, email us and say she had actually taken our sibling online course. And she said, my five and seven year old are so loving how to do the peace process and how to make it right with each other. And she said it was there all the time, but I just had never equipped them with the skills to really make it right with each other when they had a big conflict. And I think our kids are wanting us to do that, equipping Mm -hmm. them with the skills to make right what they've made wrong um, in whatever kind of misbehavior it is. So this is the, you know, for us, this is the game plan. And we invite parents and we write so that parents can steep in this stuff over and over again. That's what our books are about. That's what our online courses are about. It's just running these four ideas, these four messages through over and over again so that they become more natural, more in your analogy, Kat, I love that, so that game time just gets easier. Mm-hmm. Parents wait for game time in, 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 you know, in this analogy. Parents wait for game time to do what they're going to do differently. But that, that compels parents to become so much more reactive and so much more emotional about it all and less thoughtful about it. They haven't practiced their way through how they're going to deal with this, that, or the other challenge. And so they react and don't get the results they want. Then parents feel frustrated. They feel ashamed. They start thinking thoughts like, man, I'm not cut out for this. Or, you know, maybe somebody else does it better than me. And I wish I was somebody else. Or I wish I had somebody else's kids. Or, you know, we get these Mm -hmm. self-defeating thought patterns in place because we're not, we're not doing the, we're not doing practice. We're not practicing. We're just waiting for game time to do all of our learning. Okay. I'm absolutely loving this analogy. (laughs) I just think it's so accurate. I, you know, because I think a lot of times we just think, oh, well, parenting just comes naturally. And well, yes, we just naturally can become parents. <laughs> Maybe for a few people, not for me. <laughs> but the actual, actually parenting well is yeah. hard right. work. And we, I mean, very rarely do I feel like it's communicated the concept of proactively learning and preparing for the next phase instead of reacting to the next phase yep. in parenthood. But I know that for a lot of moms listening, they're like, yes, okay, I, I love that vision of what you know my process for parenting could look like. I love the idea of being proactive and learning. But what if my spouse just is not on board with that? Mm. Well, that's something that, that as we look back through this framework, <clears throat> we can really get insight from it. The foundation is that that place of faith of God is at work at here. Um, I don't have to control my spouse to be okay. I don't have to believe that they are going to ruin my children if I don't 
make my spouse parent the way that I want him to. Um, it's about taking responsibility myself to, to walk in faith with God and to parent <clears throat> um, in a way that I know I'm called to and let God sort out the results. And so that, that starting place really is what am I believing um, about my spouse? And that's a foundation piece. And I can remember times when, you know, early on, you know, like we have already mentioned, Jim could sometimes get a little snippy and on a bad day, it got a little worse than that. (laughs) (laughs) Careful now. (laughs) And so, you know, me as mama bear would, my instinct was to go protect my child from him. And that was really counterproductive in a lot of ways because it just shamed him in front of my child. And so, um, to, to be thinking about what's the opportunity and how can I empower my child uh, really made a difference in those heat of the moment situations. So I'll just kind of quickly move through the framework related to that. I stop and I take a breath so that I'm safe after that kind of a situation happens and I don't like how my spouse is parented. And then I connect with my child and I encourage them and mm. love them. And then um, I coach my child to to be able to go talk to the parent. So there was a time that that uh, Jim kind of blew up at Bethany, and she's crying. Well, no, wait a minute. I, I'm sitting here. I'm thinking a lot of things about this right now. As the husband on the receipt, you know, it's like I'm thinking. I'm thinking. You know, a it wasn't that Lynn was right and I was wrong all the time. It's just right. that we were very different, and the yep. framework helped us be on the same page in that situation that I that I think you're going to talk about. Bethany perceived that I blew up with her. She went into the refrigerator to get something when she wasn't supposed to. And I, I got stern and I just said, Bethany, that is not okay. And you may not do that. And, and I probably made some little comment that was a, a, a touch on the sarcastic side. And Bethany felt very hurt, but she was afraid of me. So she ran away in tears to Lynn. And that's right. where, that's yes. where you're going to, so right. that wasn't a blow up. It was, but it, what Bethany did perceive it that way. And right. I, you know, I didn't perceive it that way, but. Sure. That's right. what she reported to you. Right. But in my mama bear judgment, I'm going to quickly perceive it that yep. way and then, you know, get mad at him or criticize him or whatever. So, um, you know, yeah, the typical thing that we see parents do all the time is a, is a mom like Lynn would come to me and say, can you keep your voice down with her? I kept my voice down, honey. It was no big deal. She's just doing something we've talked about a dozen times. She's so sensitive. She, and she's just oversensitive. And then Lynn is like, well, yes, yes, you're right. She's oversensitive, but you know, you should just pay better attention to her because it's not helping. It's hurting. And then I go away thinking, well, fine. You just do all the parenting. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a really common mm-hmm. dynamic that tends to happen. So, so um, and it kind of happened with us at first and we went, wait, this is really not helpful. So then I learned to stop, take a breath, go, he is not going to ruin her psyche in one incident here. <laughs> this can be an opportunity. I'm not going to label this as eternally damaging. Um, and so then I would connect with Bethany, calm her down, and then um, say, well, you know, uh, do you want to go talk to daddy? No, I can't. I said, well, I think you can. How about if I go with you and, and I'll hold you while you talk to him and tell him how you feel? I don't think I can. And then, well, how about if I ask you a few questions so that'll, that'll help you tell him how you feel? Okay. So then, <laughs> um, then I would take Bethany back to him and I'd hold her to just be a protective thing. And I'd just, you know, be relaxed and neutral and, and then, um, 
say, uh, so so what do you want to tell daddy about how you feel? Uh, and I'm, I, I st- I, I'm going to tell this because it was very vivid for me. So yeah. when Lynn did that approach instead of the first approach where I went away feeling, you know, a whole bunch of things, angry at Lynn, frustrated that I don't know how to do this, wanting to just give her the parenting then if she's such the expert, which I think is very common for husbands. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> Uh, you know, Bethany comes sitting on Lynn's lap and says, Daddy, when you talk to me with that voice, I feel sad and it makes me not want to be with you anymore. And she's got a big, you know, big crocodile tears. And I'm like, oh, that's not. <laughs> so now I'm exper- like, now I see how it affected her instead of how it affected Lynn, which is what <laughs> I, which is what I ought to be seeing. Uh, and I'm, and I, and I think with, you know, with the big tender daddy heart, like, I don't want my daughter to feel that way because of how I behaved. Uh, and so now I'm compelled to act in a whole different way toward her, which was at the time to say, Bethany, I'm sorry. It's just that we've talked about this and I, and, you know, now my voice, my, I'm calmer and Lynn and I are on the same page, um, more. And that's what we hear parents tell us all the time that when, when one parent begins and sometimes they do this together, like, like parents are at odds greatly because they're different people. Opposites often attract and you got a mom who parents this way. You got a dad who parents this way. Uh, and neither one is right or wrong. They're just different. And that difference puts mom and dad at odds with each other. Uh, and we see that conflict oftentimes spiral into all kinds of, um, resentment and and bitterness and it puts a wedge not just between the parents but it puts a wedge between the parents and the kids the kids all of a sudden realize gosh my behavior is is messing up mom and dad and it lets me off the hook if i can figure out how to get them to fight so the kids start to figure out you know how to get off the hook by making mom and dad fight about about their misbehavior um, and it's not one's right and one's wrong. It's that we're different. And when parents start to say, hey, I, I'm going to parent the way I parent. My spouse is going to parent the way she parents. Uh, we're different. But we can we can agree that we both want our kids to feel safe with us. They, we want our kids to feel loved. We want our kids to feel uh, capable. And we want our kids to know they're responsible in our presence. Um, we, you know, we've seen parents tell us uh, we were pa- we we're parenting from a different book, and now we feel like we're on the same page. Uh, so oftentimes, moms tend to have the sense that it's their job to lead this somehow, or they hear this message and respond to it, and 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 they want their husbands to follow suit. Um, <clears throat> But in that foundational part, and you know, it's uh, we've worked with dads the same way. Dads who are trying to lead the way, and the moms are are harsh and punitive, and dad wants to just kind of relax a little bit around some certain things. And and uh, as soon as we try to fix each other as spouses, we tend to build tension. But as soon as we try to stay loyal to these messages with each other, uh, it tends to build bridges. So it sounds like even. You could script critical moves with your spouse. That's something that you talked about the last time that we chatted. And um, I was telling you guys earlier that I have um, some note cards on my desk and I have quotes from people. I have four note cards right now. One from Corey Tin Boom, Florence Nightingale, John Wooden, and Jim and Lynn Jackson. And (laughs) the little nugget I have on the note card is about scripting critical moves. Can you walk through what that is so that moms can be thinking, how can I do that? You know, not just with my kids, but but with my spouse and maybe even for myself as well. 
Well, uh, I want to start by saying you really need on that note card that has our name on it to credit Ch- uh, Chip and Dan Heath, okay. <laughs> <laughs> who, are, who are the authors of um, a, a book we love called uh, Ch- uh, Ch- Switch. How to Switch, How to Change Things When Change is Hard. And that's one of the principles they talk about is scripting critical moves. Uh, you know, we try, we try to change things and do, you know, we try to force things. But if we just script, what's the one thing that I need to do in order to change the way yeah. that I approach Lynn when she's upset? And, you know, for me, the, the, the critical move that, that I'm still trying to learn, uh, because when I do it, uh, I, I find myself much happier with my parenting, much happier with my spousing. Is, mm-hmm. is take a step back and take a breath. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm feeling upset. I can, my ears are getting red. I can feel the veins in my neck starting to pop out. I can feel my brow starting to furrow. I can feel the tension start to build. It's time for me to take a step back and take a breath. And even in that breath, breath, you know, there, there's, I think, something very holy about breath. You know, is, this, is there spirit there? Is there pneuma? Is the, can the word of God even come to me in that moment with with one of the things I've tried to memorize, which is which is maybe um, just let the peace of God that transcends understanding guard my heart and mind. If I don't take the step back and if I don't take the breath, I can't rehearse that scripture that I've memorized. So there's my critical move that, that I mean, Lynn, uh, I think could tell you <laughs> that if uh, if I if I do that critical move. She's much happier with how I husband. <laughs> yeah, I like so all these verbs you're creating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm spousing and I'm husbanding. And I'm <laughs> uh, another great example of that is actually a dad who took um, our online course with his wife. And there's kind of two layers to this story. One is that um, they were really not on the same page until they took the online course. He and his wife. He and his wife. Yep. Uh, there, there are missionaries. We, we give them names of Max and Sarah because, you know, of an identity thing. And um, Sarah had been doing parent coaching with me, and Max had been sort of occasionally reading one of our parenting tips but not buying in because he was from a very stern, spanking for every disobedience background. And um, it was when the, they took the online course together, which is actually one of the main reasons we've designed it is because it's a learning medium that dads will often do. Mm-hmm. One one mom even said, this is what I want for my birthday, honey. <laughs> I want I you to it. take the online course with me. And it was transformational for them. But anyway, so <clears throat> Max is not buying it, not buying it, not buying it. He takes the online course and then he realized what his critical move was. And he got passionate about the first two messages, um, the ones that kind of pair up to be the nest of grace for parenting. And that's, um, you are safe with me and you are loved no matter what. And so his critical move then, when he heard the chaos of a sibling conflict or uh, whatever the problem was, he would take a breath and he would go in and he would loudly, firmly proclaim, we are going to have a safe and loving family. What you're doing right now is not safe and loving. So I'd like you to take a break. And when you're ready, you will come back and we'll solve this. And that was his critical move. He just knew, okay, he had this locked on vision 
to turn their family from the chaos and the anger that it was struggling with to a safe and loving family. And that was his critical move to enter with that statement. And the kids had seen such a huge change in him and how he disciplined that they were like, okay, dad, we're in. And he actually, they, they were able to stop by and and tell us about this at one point. Um, and he sat on the couch and just had a grin on his face and goes, you know, because he was really so excited about all the changes <laughs> in our families and said, and and what kid doesn't want a safe and loving family? <laughs> it's like, my family is all in. We are changing. And it was his scripting that critical move of that was going to be his locked on goal when he went into um, a misbehavior conflict situation that really started to change that momentum. Yeah, we often ask parents when we coach them, what, what's the thing that you already know how to do to calm yourself down? What is it? And, you know, people will give all sorts of different answers. One, one uh, educator actually said, you know, I, I, keep, I keep a thing of hand lotion. And, and like when I rub hand lotion into my hands, that's just very calming for me. So my critical move is that I keep a little bottle of that in my pocket now. And when things start to go haywire, uh, before I engage, unless it's unless it absolutely requires immediate engagement, which on occasion it does, but if it doesn't, um, I just get out the hand lotion and I start rubbing it, and that calms my spirit, it calms my heart, it calms my mind, it makes me more ready to then deal respectfully with with whatever it is I'm about to deal with, and you know that uh, <laughs> that same idea as it relates to to how I go to Lynn or how Lynn comes to me. I mean, you've got some critical, you've got critical moves that you use when you're upset with me about something. Uh, What are some of the things that you've learned just help you prepare well to come to me in the way that you want? Um, Well, certainly to stop and think about how you're processing the situation. Mm -hmm. So I don't come in blasting. Well, this is how I feel because you did such and such. And you do that really well. So there's a critical move Lynn has scripted, which is um, run some, run some statements through my head before I even go after this. What's it like to be the other person? What's Mm -hmm. it like to be them under, you know, with, I mean, we had an incident this morning. I won't give you the details, (laughs) but you know, Lynn, Lynn interrupted me doing something and, uh, it wasn't a kind interruption and I erupted quickly because I was surprised and I didn't like this and I didn't behave well. Lynn didn't behave well. And the first thing she said to me after, and she just walked away. It was like, I'm going to come back to this in a couple of minutes. And she, the first thing she said to me when she came back is uh, something to the effect of, well, I know that must've been surprising to you. Mm-hmm. So that's a great critical move right there. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's funny yeah. on this, on this card that I have, it doesn't just say script critical moves. It has step one, breathe and pray. Step two, empathize. Three, um, offer a win-win choice and four, affirm. And while when you were sharing that, that was in reference to children, Wow, that's absolutely perfect in reference <laughs> yeah. to totally. a spouse as well. Well, and we hear this literally every time we present to groups. People will tell us this framework, these messages, this isn't just about parenting. This is about mm-hmm. marriage. This is about friendship. This is about extended family. This is about workplace. This is about community. There's even people who have said, we're going to make the, these, this, these ideas central to the ethos of our church community. Um, and, and so, yeah, it's the game plan really for grace-filled human relationships. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's say we have a parent listening and they're like, yes, I love all this stuff. 
okay, maybe my spouse is going to get on board, but if not, I'm going to respond appropriately. I don't know where to start. What do I start with learning about? What do I start, um, you know, what, what, what do I, what books do I get? What classes do I take? How do I, how do I even begin the process? Because parenting is so expansive. So what, what would you say to the, to the mom wanting to be intentional, but not knowing how to get started? Well, candidly, what we would say is you're the person we designed our resources for. (laughs) Um, And we hear parents tell us all the time, man, I went through this once and I got it. And now I keep it on my bedstand. Or I love that you make your online course something that I can keep available to me. Once I buy it, it's mine forever. Mm -hmm. Uh, I go back to it over and over again. Um, um, You know, it is, it's about, it's about starting to steep. Even if the steeping is five minutes, we, we started with a, we've got a, a, on our website, there's an easy download of our, of the framework. People download it. They, they copy the image. They print it. We've made a refrigerator magnet that just puts these four, four principles and four messages, uh, um, Right. And, and the problem is now all, all the refrigerators are stainless and yeah. they don't stick anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Refrigerator magnet company we used to use is going out of business. Um, but, you know, it's, it's start as, as simply as you can to keep these four ideas in front of you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were talking about the whole sports analogy earlier, just like any football team, the better they know the plays, the better their offense is going to be. And so the more that parents can steep in these concepts and rehearse them and review them and walk them out, the more effective they're going to be, the more peaceful and calm they're going to be in yep. their responses as well. Um, so you have a new book coming out. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the book and about the course? Well, the book goes over these four um, principles, you know, foundation, which uh, the book is called uh, <laughs> Discipline That Connects With Your Child's Heart. Um, it's released out of Baker Bethany Publishing. Um, and it goes over these four principles of, you know, our foundation is where we do the work in our heart and our faith and our self-awareness so that we approach our kids when they're struggling with the basic message, you are safe with me. Um, and then it goes and, and talks about these other four principles and messages, the connection, connect principle, which communicates your love no matter what, the coach principle, um, you're called and capable, and the correct principle, you're responsible for your actions. And it dissects those into, you know, really helping parents understand them in a deeper level with lots of stories and examples and and rich scripture mm-hmm. uh, to help them sink into parents' hearts. Yeah, the book, actually, when we finished writing the main text of it, Lynn said, we've got to put more practical stuff in here. Let's make an appendix. Yeah. Like appendix, I don't write appendixes. I write lofty, flowery truths. Then <laughs> took on the project of of yeah. applying this framework to you know the, the the things we hear most common from mm-hmm. parents: the chores, the meals, the bedtime, the fighting, the screen time, uh, D- disrespect, defiance, sibling yeah. conflict, uh, transitions. We've got a new section on transitions, leaving the house, all the kind of the. That just the common challenges lying um, that parents face. There's 15 different topics that we apply these four messages to. And we've had numerous parents tell us, yeah, I keep it on my bedstand or or my nightstand. And um, I've got so many post-it notes and and marks in it. You know, it's just like, yeah, we've had... I think two different parents say, I take this book on vacation with me <laughs> because that just helps them to, once they yeah. understand the ideas, to just quickly shift to their problem 
uh, issue and get some creative uh, guidance for it. Yeah, and that was our, our goal was to make this book as accessible, as practical, as actionable, and as memorable as it could possibly be. And we get, I mean, the reason Bethany picked this product up, it was self-published and we were doing fairly well, but uh, just didn't have the marketing m- muscle. And Bethany said, we think this this ought to, this deserves a bigger voice than you guys can give it right now. So they they took they took it on and those are the reasons and we're excited and so September 20th is the actual release date but you can go to Amazon before or after that of course and get the book we've we've uh, we've got the book available for pre-order on our website ahead of September 20th uh, <clears throat> for people that want to help us promote it and and spread the word there's we got some incentives and different things there too the course uh, is based on the same content but as Lynn said, um, you know, a lot of people don't read, and m- most of them are males. <laughs> Many Here, anyway. honey, chapter three. Uh, I've we, highlighted the section that you need to read. Exactly. Just, uh, so we designed this online course. It's a six-session course based on essentially the same content as the book with some fresh stories with Lynn and I interacting in real time. It's not really a scripted – I mean, the outline is is there, and we follow it. Um but if we think of something to say in the middle of our presentation, we say it. And Lynn and I just interact very naturally with each other, and people seem to really love that. But what they love the most about the online course is um, that they take it at their pace. They can do a little bit at a time. Each each segment is made uh, to stop and start and stop and start with a little bit of reflection questions. And we actually uh, launch the course on October the 3rd, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, when we launch it, uh, for the next, what is it, six or eight weeks, I think, uh, we, we have one of our staff actually moderate the course. So there's, there's opportunities for people to ask questions, to interact with each other, to record their answers to some of the reflection questions that we pose along the way. Uh, and it really becomes a community experience that people have found really encouraging. And, you know, some people do it as friend groups or as small groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, we've, we built it to be as easy access as possible. And then uh, once that segment where our moderator is no longer a part of the course, I mean, sh- she'll be there encouraging people to keep up with their work and to finish. And there's some incentives for finishing as well. Um, but once the course is over, you still have online access to go back and review it. You want to show somebody a particular segment or session, you, you can do that. So mm-hmm. we're also updating it and adding some fun um, role plays where we've been just you know, going to different places and and, and role playing out specific <laughs> yeah. situations. Lynn and, I, word, Lynn and I on camera in a kitty park where I pick her up <laughs> kicking and screaming. <laughs> I don't think that one's in there, That's but the there. one where you whack our coworker Chad with a toy, that one's yeah, in there. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are awesome role players. It's that's worth the price of admission alone. Yeah, we and love we, the we also ha- are adding some real live parenting videos that, that one of our staff people, I was actually Jim with a little guy and then another staff mom, um, videoing live interactions with preschool kids. We're adding those. So we're just really um, beefing it up with some great practical additions for the fall. Yeah. What I love about it, too, is that a lot of times parenting feels so 
solitary. And then if you do talk to somebody, their kid is probably better than yours anyway, or that's how you're feeling at the moment in time when you share the story. (laughs) And so at the end of the day, when a mom puts her kids to bed and she's feeling a little weary, a little discouraged, she can watch one of the videos that pertains to her day and feel like, you guys are there with her. You're 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 yep. helping her. She's not. You know, it's great to pick up a book and reference a problem, but sometimes we just feel discouraged and we don't maybe have the emotional or mental power to sit down and be like, okay, I'm going to read. I'm going to learn. So to have that combo of the videos yep. to be encouraged and inspired and the book as a reference is so powerful and helpful um, for moms. I would love to hear stories that you might have from students or some of your coaching clients that have been impacted by the things that you've taught them and by their intentionality to pursue you as a coach or to pursue parenting education? Mm-hmm. Well, the, the first one that, that just jumps into my mind is just the woman who called and said, I didn't get this kind of parenting or no, she emailed us. I didn't get this kind of parenting when I was young. And I felt like Jim and Lynn were reparenting me. Mm-hmm. That was so precious because you just see when the when the when the moms and dads come and they are receiving grace in a way that um, they didn't get but they want so much to to pass it on. That's that's the thing that we love the most when we watch their relationship with God be transformed. And this mom, that was totally it. She was understanding grace for the first time, and she felt like we were we were in her living room and reparenting her. what she said and that was just a precious comment um but as far as like the stories from people that have journeyed with us for a while and kept in touch on an ongoing basis um one mom in particular stands out and and, um, brenda who uh, was struggling in her marriage struggling with three really lively intense sensory sensitive kids particularly an oldest child that was struggling and she was trying to manage everybody's feelings and she was like you know just soaking up all the tension and trying to control it and as she really stepped back and focused on these messages and uh, empowered her kids to begin to work out conflicts uh, between themselves and to, to really let them own their feelings and not manage or criticize them but just you know entering with a breath and and a peaceful spirit and coming alongside them and saying wow you guys are having a tough time you know do you need some help or do you think you can solve it on your own i'm here for you i believe you can do it um and that kind of encouraging presence communicating you're safe and loved and you're capable and she really began to see things change and we kept touch with her and about a year or so um, after she had first picked up our book, she just said, I never thought our family would come so far um, just because we were we were in such a dark, difficult place. And my, I, I can leave the room now <laughs> with my kids playing in it and not be worried about what's going to happen. And I'm so much freer and lighter because I'm not managing their emotions. I'm empowering them to manage their own and to work out their conflicts together. Yeah, one of the one parent um, talked about how each night at the at the end of the day she'd hit the pillow uh and would just feel all the stress of the day and the the difference in her because of being exposed to these principles was that she'd hit the pillow at the end of the day and feel content that she was the kind of parent she wanted to be Mm -hmm. um 
there was a dad. Uh, this is quite a story. One of our other coaches was coaching this family, and the dad again was kind of your it, a t- typical be the parent, strong, disciplinary sort of family setting. Uh, but the dad was always frustrated uh, out in public with his family because the because you know he always wanted to have the kind of family in public that people would look at our family and and say you know that what a great well behaved family you have. But his efforts to get them to be that created this underlying pressure and, mm-hmm. and the, 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 the fear of failure that the kids had created anxiety that ultimately led to more misbehavior. And he just didn't have that kind of family. And he, he and his wife came in for coaching. And uh, as it related to this idea of being safe, he just felt convicted, like even to the point of tears, like, gosh, I want to be a strong dad, but I've never really thought about whether my kids feel safe with me or not. And I have to say that I don't think they do. So he just purposed uh, one day after a coaching session to take the family out for lunch and uh, and just be with them because he wanted to be with them. And the kids were a little feisty at the table, but he was enjoying coloring with them and doing the things and, and kind of hanging out uh, with the family and, and a little almost embarrassed, but like, you know what, it doesn't matter because I just want to enjoy my kids. And the waitress came to the table and said to him, wow, you, you have such an amazing family. <laughs> and he he got weepy at the table because for the first time in his life without trying hard to get this well-behaved family he got the compliment he'd always longed for uh yeah. because of because of the effort to become a safer parent not a more demanding not a more first time obedient oriented parent but uh a, a graceful parent that's so powerful so powerful um you're talking about the course. You're talking about the book. Where can people find you and these resources online? Yeah. So uh, the course and the book are available at a new website we've launched called disciplinethatconnects.org. So it's the name of the book, it's the name of the course, and it's the name of the website. On that website, it's very mobile-friendly. It's very easy to navigate. You'll find uh, the online course is right there front and center. The book is next. Uh, there's links um, from that website to our larger website, which is called connectedfamilies.org, which is where we post our blog and where we have lots of other uh, resources and our archives stored. Um, and we, uh, you know, we coach people uh, all over the world because of the, you know, here we are on Skype. You're in, in, where are you, Tyler, Texas? Waco, Texas. <laughs> yeah, Waco. You're in Waco and, and we're in Chaska, Minnesota, home of the Ryder Cup 2016. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I might add. Uh, and just, uh, yeah, right here. So, uh, we coach via Skype and it works great. Um, we're easy to get a hold of. So if people have questions, we love to engage with our audience. Uh, we've got a Facebook page that's growing. Uh, at, it's just called Connected Families. And a lot of people like to just follow us on, on on Facebook because most of the things that we post end up there at some point. Uh, it's not as reliable to find things out as if you get on our email list. We love it when people subscribe to our email list because they, you know, it gives them control of how and when they get content from us. Well, I just want to say just to everybody listening, uh, you know, if you've ever felt alone as a mom, alone in the struggles of parenting, maybe a difficult child, a difficult situation, maybe you're a single mom. What I love about Jim and Lynn is that they are just available. 
You know, you can hire them to be a coach. You can get their book. You can get their course. And you have the resources that you need to grow and to move to the next level mm-hmm. and to take the next step. And they are just available. And I know so many parents, especially I think in today's generation when families aren't as connected, don't have that next generation of family members who have already parented to lead and to guide them in a godly yeah. way. And so I love that you guys have made yourself available in a medium that um, the next generation so easily digest, you know, just video and and online stuff and books and all of that. And um, what a blessing because there really aren't that many resources for parents in that format um, out there right now. Well, we're great. We're grateful to do it. We, it's our passion. It's our, our calling. Uh, Lynn and I still believe that w- there's no such thing as retirement and we're going to do everything we can to, to inspire and equip parents until we don't make sense anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Which could be in a couple months, but we're hoping for longer. <laughs> and, and Kat, we're so grateful to you too. Yeah. I mean, I, I want you to know, um, I looked at analytics actually just the other day and second to Minnesota, uh, North Texas is our biggest website following. Wow. Go Texas. So, so mm-hmm. go Texas, go Cat. I know that your audience is loyal to you and then through you to, to check our stuff out a little bit. Um, and I know there's uh, others in your area. But, uh, yeah, we'd love to come down there live someday. Oh, you need to do that. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Sounds great. Well, You thank- put it together and we'll come. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, guys, thank you so much for being on the show today, for sharing your heart, for sharing your wisdom, and really just your grace and encouragement for moms. I know that that I was blessed and that every mom listening has been blessed as well. So I appreciate it. All right. Blessings. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Well, that's all that we have for today's episode of the Inspired to Action podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen. I know that there are a million things that you could be doing right now, and I hope that this episode has encouraged you. You know, if you have any questions or suggestions for me, just head over to inspiredtoaction.com and click the contact button to send me an email. I would love to hear from you, and I would love to do whatever I can to get the resources that you need to keep growing as a mom. And if you enjoyed this podcast, it would be awesome if you would take a minute to rate it on iTunes. That's going to help more moms to find it and get the encouragement that they need. And as always, you can check out all the show notes for this session at inspiredtoaction.com. And you can also download any of our free ebooks or our free prayer calendars for moms at the blog. Just go to inspiredtoaction.com and click on the resources link. And my name is Kat Lee, and I wish you an incredible day with your family. And remember, you're a mom. You're kind of a big deal. Now go be awesome. It's early in the morning, the house is quiet. But I've set aside this time for you. I bow before the throne of a noble king. And in this place, my heart begins to sing. It's gonna be a good day, a good day filled with His grace, His grace and sweet new mercies. May my thoughts obey Jesus to walk in His way by His Spirit with each breath that I take. It's feeling like a good day.